Welcome to the Art of Tuning In podcast with Maria Furlano, sharing insights, tools, and conversations to inspire your energetic well-being. Hello and welcome. This is Maria Furlano. Thank you for being here. Today, we're going to talk about Qigong, a topic that's very dear to my heart. But before we get into today's topic, if you would please take a nice deep breath for me with a nice long exhale, it'll bring us fully present into the moment. So if you could inhale for me to a count of three, one, two, three, and then your exhale is going to be longer than your inhale, five, four, three, two, one. Inhaling again to a count of three, two, three, exhaling to a count of five, four, three, two, one. The reason why we want the exhale to be longer than our inhale is because a longer exhale helps us release energy and it sends a signal to our parasympathetic nervous system to relax. Our brain also sends a signal through this to our heart and our heart begins to relax its beats and it brings us into a more rest, digest, repair mode, brings us fully present into where we are and whatever we're doing. And if the more we can practice this during our day, the more we get used to bringing ourselves into the moment. So this is why I always begin each podcast with this, hoping that it will become a regular routine for you. So I thank you for indulging me and I hope that that felt good to you. So today we're going to talk about Qigong. What is it? So first of all, the spelling of Qigong is Q-I-G-O-N-G, or you may see it spelled C-H-I-G-O-N-G, or <laughs> even K-I-G-O-N-G. The word qi means energy, and it's actually the vital energy that flows through all living things. And the word gong translates to skill. Together, qigong is the skill of moving the bioenergetics of the body. When we practice qigong in our exercises, our movement exercises, our breathing, our intentional focus, meditation, or there's a qigong doctor who's working on a patient doing energetic work of qigong, the goal of qigong work is to actually release energy blockages, to strengthen and to regulate or harmonize the bioenergetic imbalances and blockages in the body. Qigong is an essential part of Chinese medicine, and actually it's been said that when you practice Qigong, it's like giving yourself an acupuncture treatment. And the reason for that is because Qigong works with the meridian flow of the body. It also works with the organ system, and it also works with the lymphatic flow and the blood circulation of the body. You can target Qigong exercises. I'll, often I, I, will, I will explain to someone that, that when I prescribe Qigong exercises to my clients or to my students, 
it's like a physical therapist who's prescribing an exercise to heal a certain injury. You wouldn't do everything. You would do something specific to that injury. Well, Qigong exercises, and and specifically medical Qigong exercises, can target specific issues that someone is dealing with, whether it be stress or digestive issues or a chronic illness, an injury, whatever it is, rebalancing health is what Qigong does. For me, Qigong is very dear to my heart. I began martial arts when I was 12 years old, and I trained passionately until my very early 20s, and I moved across country away from my teacher. And then a few years later, not anything related to martial arts, I experienced a back injury. And this injury was a very strange injury because on an x-ray or an MRI, they couldn't see anything. But I had continual nerve firing up and down one side of my spine. And I could still move around. I could still go throughout my day. But from morning until night and often throughout the night, I had this nagging pain that would, of course, intensify with any emotions that I experienced. And I could not practice formal martial arts anymore because every time I would kick, I would be the next day laid up in bed, not being able to really move without severe pain. So after exploring you know, my Western medicine options, I lived with this for two and a half years. And I visited an osteopath and he said to me, you're going to need to learn to manage your emotions because an emotional component to this is very strong. And if you do have to live with this the rest of your life, you can offset it a bit by understanding how to keep yourself calm and relaxed and relax the muscles around this central place of your back. And I was thrilled. Um, this, this was the first time someone in a healing capacity had spoken to me with what I felt was hope because it put me in the seat of empowerment. I had to, I had something that I could actually look at and change. I began to look at my emotions. I actually began training in body work. Um, I was learning all kinds of therapeutic massage. I was learning about anatomy. And one day I refound Qigong. Of course, I had known about Qigong, but I had practiced it in a martial way. And in another episode, I'm going to just explain the differences between health Qigong, medical Qigong, and martial Qigong. But I had practiced it in a martial way and was not as familiar with uh, the Qigong healing benefits or, or ways to practice. Within three days of practicing Qigong, I had I woke up without any pain. And I 
could not believe after two and a half years of feeling chronic discomfort and irritation that I was able to feel this way. So for me, Qigong has been and was very profound. It moved me into wanting to fully understand the energetic movement and the physical system and how to heal and how to cultivate our energy. It moved me into becoming a physician of traditional Chinese medicine. And then to further that, I wanted to specifically focus on medical Qigong. And I was fortunate enough to train and become a doctor of medical Qigong. And I've seen changes in so many people over the years. And somebody recently asked me, what did I think the real difference between a meditation practice and a Qigong exercise movement practice was? Because Qigong has the ability to cultivate energy and meditation has the ability, and I'm talking about seated meditation here, has the ability to cultivate energy. And both are exceptional. I mean, I meditate every single day. I believe in meditation, but the, the movements of Qigong exercises, they actually distract the mind. So what's wonderful about Qigong exercises is that if you have someone who has a lot of stress in their life, and this is new for them, to have them sit down and try to meditate or try to even follow a guided visualization can be very challenging, very frustrating for them. And they can often give up and they start to make, you know, the, the shopping lists in their mind and think about anything else. And their body becomes very uncomfortable, right? If you've experienced this, you know, you can understand, but when you give someone a gentle Qigong exercises and and they're learning how to breathe and coordinate the movement of their arms uh, with their breath. They're focused on the movements. They're focused on their breathing. They're focused on allowing their body to relax. And again, it's distracting the mind. And so they're able to tune in to themselves for this period of time in my experience, more efficiently than having them sit down and meditate. And often what I'll do with clients, private clients, or with uh, classes that I teach is I won't teach seated meditation until until having worked with that person or having worked in a series of workshops with people until the very end. Because again, working with somebody's posture, working with someone's breath, allowing their body to unwind, moving the lymphatic system, moving the respiratory system, which is the, you know, breathing, moving the blood, getting their body to open up is so valuable before putting someone in a seated posture. And the other thing is that right now in our culture, we're sitting so much. And this is one of my my biggest arguments about wanting to have people do Qigong or Tai Chi or yoga more than seated meditation is because we need to move. We're sitting in positions that are in a sense, locking our bodies up, locking our muscles up, whether we're sitting in the car for long drives or sitting at offices, we're, we're working on computers. We're not 
out as much. And even if we have an exercise program that we do, you know, maybe we go to the gym for an hour, there's still the duration of all the sitting that's taking place during the day. And the, or the traveling, you know, the flying, doesn't matter what it is. And it really congests the body. So the Qigong exercises, or like I said, if, if you're practicing Tai Chi, or if you're practicing yoga, all of those energetic movements help open and regulate the body. And they're so important to health and to mental focus and also to our emotional well-being. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to go deeper into expanding your energetic well-being, please visit mariaferlano.com. And if you've been inspired by this episode, please share it with a friend. And a positive rating on iTunes is always appreciated. Thank you for being here, for being everything you are, and for tuning in with me today.